Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike Strain knows that as an elected official, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. Morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Tom. I'm doing very well today. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, tornadoes throughout the state of Louisiana. It's not just about New Orleans, and, and really, there's nothing you can do with something like this, this type of weather event, right? Just yes, pay attention. I'll be, in and... Woodworth. I'll be in Woodworth today. A tornado hit one of our major complexes, and it's all steel and tore up a number of buildings. We're very fortunate. You know, only one person had to be literally extricated from a building. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the people had went were home, had left significant damage to buildings and equipment. But by a miracle, next door is a huge campground, Indian Creek, and it passed over the campground. And so it hit in the middle of the steel buildings. I think it hit in Forest Hill first. So sending people home is the right thing to do. You know, we're very blessed that no one was killed there at Woodworth, but we have had a loss of life across the state. I say we, the people of Louisiana, I know there are a number of deaths and a number of injuries that hit up. And Foster Farms has shut down the poultry plant. So Farmerville had significant damage. Uh, So these weather patterns, we have to pay close attention to them and take it, you know, one step at a time. But we have to be safe. But it's definitely a changing weather pattern. You know, what you said just now, Mike, I think is uh, very prudent. It's not like it used to be, and I think we do have to be a little bit more concerned when they say be weather aware than we used to. We'll take a break, come back more with Mike Strain, our guest, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. We talk to him every Thursday morning, and we'll continue when we come back here on WWL. 644, 16 till 7, Thursday morning, December 15th. Tommy Tucker, WWL. We'll have the latest on the tornadoes that hit the area with WWL First News coming up in about 15 minutes. Mike Strain, our guest, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. Mike, you are first and foremost a farmer, and you know uh, how important the weather is. That, that decides whether you uh, make a profit or you don't, decides whether in some cases you live or you die. Um, how concerned are you? And look, let's leave the politics out of this just with the weather itself, the changing weather patterns. Because I mentioned before the break that, you know, maybe now, unlike before, when people say stay weather aware, maybe we really do. Are those your thoughts or not? Well, absolutely. And one of the things that is really uh, that we have to do is to realize that we are in changing weather patterns and then start working towards that end. So everything from crop insurance to crop predictability uh, to looking at how we can in any way possible mitigate severe weather, whether it is is strengthening, you know, our grain silos or through different levee systems or protection systems, and also to focus the research. And so I serve on the National 
board for the Council of Agricultural Science and Technology. I'm a national trustee, and we direct national agricultural research so that we can understand the changing weather patterns and adapt to it. And I give you, for instance, one of the things that, you know, I've you know, kind of leaned on our, our soybean farmers through the Soybean Research and Promotion Board that they voluntarily pay money into, voluntarily, to start directing research at the ag centers into soybeans that are more resistant to severe rainfall events. Mm. And that's, you know, one of the things that we've got to look at. We have, you know, our sugarcane is pretty tough. It's really resistant, you know, and but some of the new rice varieties now that have come out are a little less resistant than they should be. So start looking at everything from crop research where we can deal with excessive rainfall at certain times and gear towards a hardier plant uh, as we move forward, plus everything else under consideration. And this is around the world, but also to look at and understand that the food situation around the world is now dependent on the climate of the world, Mm -hmm. and the food situation is getting, for many parts of the world, much more critical, and then do all that we can to look and adapt to that. If you look at what we're doing and trade, and I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but a lot of that is being driven by the change of the climate and the ability of the United States and Louisiana to adapt to that, to produce and ship more food, not only you know across the world, but have more here in the United States. So we are very cognizant of this. Let's talk about the port, Mike, since you brought it up, the port of New Orleans, big announcement, and also, um, in general, the Baton Rouge port trade, et cetera. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, it's huge. You know, if you look, uh, a number of years ago, I went to Cuba, went twice. I went out to the port of Mariel uh, twice, and it's one of the most modern, advanced ports. It was under construction and beginning to be operational when I went in 2016. So I went there, and on the second trip, I went with Governor John Bell Edwards. I went with the port commissioners as well, and a number of of people that utilize the port, our different companies there at the port. And there we are looking at one of the most modern intermodal container ports in the world. In Cuba. In the poorest country, in the poorest wow. country in the world. So how do you do this? Well, they had partners. They had one entity that was, you know, from the Far East that was running it. Uh, they also had investment. If you look here, and we said, how come? why can't we have such a port in the richest country mm-hmm. in the world? And we started talking along those lines, and now the opportunity is here. We've been working a number of years. I've worked closely with the Port of New Orleans and the other ports on a number of projects. But this is you know, groundbreaking. This is something that, you know, in, in 200 years, we're talking about, man, I'm glad they, they thought about this a long time ago. So we're going to build an 1,100-acre uh, port facility just downriver from the Port of New Orleans. It's a partnership between New Orleans and St. Bernard. And it is going to be one of the largest state-of-the-art container ports, $1.8 billion. And it's a partnership between New Jersey Ports America, and they're one of the largest maritime terminal operators, and a company from Geneva, Switzerland, 
Mediterranean Shipping Group, and they're going to put up an initial investment of $800 million. This is a multi-billion dollar entity. It will provide 17,000 jobs in a parish that currently has 44,000 jobs totally. It's estimated to increase everybody's salaries, everybody in in St. Bernard, you know, over the next 10 years by at least 15 or 20 percent. It's going to have direct access. That's our next challenge, direct access, you know, from the interstate to the port. And then we can do things on the port like fully load containers. If you want to see the significance, we were at Napoleon Avenue, and we can only bring in ships and load 10,000 what they call TEUs, and that's units, 20-foot units. Well, those ships hold 12,500 because they can't make it under the bridge. And when you see that mm. ship going under the bridge, it's like, man, I hope they counted right. Mm-hmm. You know, and now we'll be at these new ships will be 22,000 units. A lot of this has come about because we have dredged the Mississippi River, a federal, state, and private partnership. The Soybean Coalition privately put up money to help dredge that river, and dredging it now to uh, to 50 feet, we hope later to go to 55, but all of that is falling into place. Plus, the world needs our products, and guess what? We are expanding. Look at the port in Baton Rouge. They're adding a, another uh, berth for ships. And they have an entity called Grand Industries is going to build a $9 billion, that's with a B, $9 billion facility to make fuel and chemicals from organic products, soybean oil, canola oil, all up and down the river. If you look in the port of South Louisiana, look what's happening with Zenograin and others. Everybody's expanding. Why? Because now we expect 70% plus of the nation's grain that's exported to come down through the mighty Mississippi River. Trade is growing, and we are in the perfect position. The Mississippi River serves 40% of the continental United States and two Canadian provinces. We're also investing there at the Port of Lake Charles. A lot a lot going on. Uh, I was scheduled to be there yesterday, but the storm, we had to kind of put that off. But there's a lot going on at the Port of Lake Charles, a lot of investment there. Five of the 14 largest ports in the United States are in Louisiana. We are a maritime state. We're blessed because trade is huge because, again, that's economics. And we want to produce things and sell things, add value to things, and then sell them. If you look at the project we did, it was New Orleans Cold Storage, and now it's Lineage Logistics. And it's the largest cold storage export facility located at the Port of New Orleans to two facilities in the hemisphere. And we, what do we sell? We sell chicken. We sell dark meat, but we're also going to be selling shrimp and beef and moving that across the world. So we are really setting up in a unique position, you know, not only for grain, uh, and but also all types of products. And 20% of the nation's energy Mike, flows through the Mississippi River system. We're running out of time. Only two minutes left. You talk about chicken and beef and um, uh, what was the other one? Whatever it was, um, I just want to talk about giving the gift of food at Christmas because there are people oh, in this huge. country that are hungry. Yes, and one of the things we have going on, uh, we have we were contacted by Foster Farms. They're going to donate forty tractor trailer loads, and we'll repeat that: forty tractor trailer loads of of chicken, dark meat, and that's going to be going mainly to the food banks. And we're going to start that. The first truckload was supposed to come today. It's going to come tomorrow because they lost power. And we're going to be facilitating that over the next four weeks, and that's about 2 million meals, 1.6 million pounds. Everybody needs to step up. And I met with food banks, and I met with them day before yesterday. 
and they're telling me that they've never been so busy because of people in need. So donate, you know, food, canned foods, donate. You know, the dollars go a long way. And, you know, these are people that are not on SNAP. They don't get assistance from the government. They're just caught in the middle, and people are struggling. We all need to do anything we can do to help them, especially here at Christmas time. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate your time. Really do. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Mike, stay safe. Mike Strain, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry, 653, 7 till 7. Time for traffic, WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 